Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Oh my gosh, what happened? What? How did my episode... Whoa. What What the heck? I have no idea. That's like so weird. Hang on a second. That's like bizarre, bizarre. Uh, Hang on, everyone, to redo this. Hang on. I don't know what happened. Wow. The music didn't come on. That's really weird. The, the intro All right, hang on. on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to do this right now. Oh, my God, I can't believe that. How did it end? I did a one you hour. Oh, my God, you didn't, like, just put one minute, did you? No. I well, even then we would have got the intro music. No, 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 no hour. Um... Wait a second. Shoot. You know what? I don't know what they did. All right. You know, it might have been crashing or something. It might be blog talk. Okay, hang on. I have to, um, hang on. I have to do this. Hold on. Oh, my God. Let's see. What did they do? Um, Log in. All right, I'm going to log in again. Uh, Start my show. All right. I'm starting my show. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I can't believe this. Log in. DC. Okay. Sign in. Hold on. Hang on a second. Uh, I'm going to start it right now. So I am like, ah. That's like so odd. I don't know what the hell happened. Stay with me, guys. And then uh, then you're going to hang up and call back in. I have to do this. Right. I don't know what Can happened. No, no, don't hang Should up because I, I need to tell you oh, what okay. the hell's going on here. So hang on. Oh, my God. I think it crashed. Oh, my God. Holy cr- I think it just crashed. Hold on. Okay. I'm trying to. Oh, wait. Here we go. Oh, 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 oh. No. All right. We're here. Ha. Huh. Shoo. Is okay. it on? Yeah. you know if it's we're here. live? We're live. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. That's, like, so odd. Okay. Connecting okay. the server. Oh, my God. Are you there, guys? Woo! Hi, everyone. Sorry about the glitch. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Oh, my oh. goodness. That's I don't know scary. what happened. Ah, all right. So we're back on the air. Huh. Or I don't know if we ever left the air, but whatever happened, it was really weird. Um, I think <laughs> Blog Talk Radio just crashed. <laughs> And uh, got us back up, and it's, like, really bizarre. Well, hi, guys. Hello. (laughs) So I wanted to – I'm not going to talk about other shows today because I really want to talk about Once Upon a Time. I actually started a bit of a firestorm in (laughs) some parts of the fandom this week uh, or last week. I wrote an article, which, by the way, the um, link is at the very top of the, uh, the, the chat frame. And it's called, Is Once Upon a Time Freezing Out Some of Its Core Characters? And um, I kind of challenged the idea that, or not challenged the idea, but I kind of suggested, and then asked everybody to weigh in on it, um, kind of suggested that the prevalence of Frozen was really beginning to edge out the core characters. And I had no fewer than five people, this is before I wrote the article, and then after I wrote, after last night's, or after Sunday night's episode, no fewer than four people tell me that um, they were no longer going to be watching the show. These are people who have been watching since the pilot. Uh, every time yeah. there's something that changed about the show, you get a whole slew of Well, but no, but you know what, though? Okay, so here's the thing. There's, the show was the show. Yes, a change, totally. But what they've basically done, and it's not just that they've changed the show. Um, And I I know you're going to disagree with me, Jimmy, so um, I'm cool with that. Um, And I've been saying (laughs) this ever since... You can disagree. And I actually got into it just a little bit with Adam Horowitz this week on Twitter. Oh, it was hilarious. Adam, if you are out there, please call in. 
646-595-3195, and I would love to talk to you. Um, we will be gentle with you, but... We will. I, You know what? I am always gentle with my guests. Always, always, always. And I've interviewed dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens yep. of showrunners and actors and writers. And right. Stuff. And, and, and many from Once Upon a Time. And, and even when I am not happy with the direction of a show. So yeah. it's not... So the people who've talked to me, and I, I, I agree with them, I'm not ready. I've been on the edge of whether to stop writing about the show because there's yep. not a lot of meat to write about. It's like relationship or that relationship, and, oh, yeah, we're talking about family. And, you know, I mean, the whole and, – and, yes, okay. So I admit I really – my two favorite characters are Rumpel and Regina, and, and two of the people who I talk to, one of whom is my sister – uh, who's like a huge Regina fan. And her comment to me was, what the hell have they done to Regina? <laughs> They've taken this incredibly strong, vibrant, yes, at times evil, but on a huge, beautiful redemption arc. And they have turned her into a Bambi-eyed schoolgirl who's like, dissipated into nothing and um and and that's one of the comments i've gotten and i've heard that comment actually repeated throughout the fandom and and the length of the the comment thread beneath my article is huge and um it's very civil i don't know if you remember jimmy my house comment threads 700 comments and it got kind of crazy i do remember that yeah especially towards the end um, and people would accuse me of, of really kind of, you know, like sucking up to the show and never being critical. And that actually wasn't true toward the end. Um, no, it wasn't. <laughs> not at all. And um, yeah. so, um, but, I, you know, for me and my, you know, you guys know my favorite character is Rumpel. And what have they done to that guy? Oh, my God. He did. He went through this great redemption. was heroic and noble. And there was part of the conversation I've been hearing on Twitter has been a lot also about um, something that Adam Horowitz said during the Comic-Con panel. And I wasn't at Comic-Con New York, um, but had basically said that they're portraying Rumpel as really being entirely self-serving, which is how they implying because of this comment after that on Twitter that that's how they've always seen the, the character is really this kind of self-serving and he's in it only for himself. Well, that's completely not true. I mean, that negates mm-hmm. his whole redemptive arc um, and everything that's happened and, and why he's done it's always been for family, right? I mean, even yeah. even his becoming the dark one was to protect right. his son from having to fight in the ogre war. I mean, everything's been connected to family and he's always regretted what he had done. It was his biggest regret of his life. And he spent a lifetime, as he says in an earlier episode, trying to make up for that. And now they have this in in Sunday's episode, this whole thing with the, you know, now carrying out this lie even further about the dagger. It's like, what? So that that's really got me bothered. So um, first, I'm going to give Jimmy a chance to rebut, and then I'm going to turn it to to Chrissy because Jimmy, I know, is going to disagree. You and I kind yeah, of are sort ways, of in agreement. No, no completely. Um, for instance, I completely agree with you that they've ruined Rumpel's character. Thank you. They're yeah. not doing what they Yay. should. I, yeah, there's there's no disagreement there. I think okay. it's negated everything. It makes me so mad. Regina, yeah. though, I do disagree. I feel like she's not completely declawed, um, but I do I do see a little bit of a struggle. And she's my favorite character. Uh, I, I love think Regina. She's had as, mu- had as much screen time as I'd like, but what she has had has been good. And it's continued her themes and her growth, and I love her getting involved in a little secret mission with Henry. I love that. He, that yeah, was, he I shut herself it. off, and Henry's coming back in there and giving her that yeah. more. And, yeah. and she has changed, and this time she's going to listen to it because she's so, changed. So one of the so, things – okay, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I, it's just – yeah, I don't I don't understand why, why she'd be declawed. But 
my frustration with Regina's growth, and uh, or not with her growth because the growth's been great, but how little it's focused on, I ah. feel is kind of like in past there it is. but I've been frustrated that Rumbell never gets any screen time. Okay, you know? so so that's that gets to the core of my frustration mm-hmm. with the show. So, and this is the core of my frustration with how much time is spent on Frozen. One third of the, I actually timed it. One third of the 42 minute screen time of the show was devoted to Arendelle and the Frozen characters without any of the regular characters involved at all. There's one third of the screen time. As a result, what happens is, and then you've got Michael Saka's character, which, by the way, I love it. I love him. Yeah, he was great. Mm-hmm. I, don't object, I don't object to new characters. I don't mind change. I think he's a great Will Scarlet. I love the little seething guy. I love it. Mm-hmm. He's great. I, um, I think he's a great actor. I've seen him. The first thing I saw him in was in 2008, as you guys know, uh, the, the fabulous, wonderful movie, uh, Summer. For which, oh, yeah. uh, right? Which for which Robert Carlyle won a Best Actor BAFTA, um, mm-hmm. and Michael Saka played the son of best friend, uh, who's very pivotal in the movie. You guys should all see this movie. It's depressing. It is incredibly beautiful, poignant film. It's Carlyle at his absolute best from 2008. Um, so everybody go see it. But I, so I, I don't object to new characters coming in. I like Robin Hood. He mm-hmm. came in organically. Actually, Will yeah. Scarlet, even though he didn't come in quite as organically as, say, Robin Hood did, he's because he's one of Robin Hood's merry men, and okay, fine. I can accept that. And he's a minor character, and okay, that's fine. But then you add to that Elsa and Anna and Hans and all the other frozen guys and Marion, you have like 14 brand new characters. Well, I don't know, 14, but you have a lot of brand new characters. And you have to add that to our regular core cast. And that doesn't give anybody very much time. So what happens is, so you see Rumpel being, and you remember, Jimmy, from back in the house days, I said that one of the things that the producers have to be really careful of with house is letting him cross that line to unlikability. Mm-hmm. And in the last season, they did that more than they should have. But yeah. um, that's a real problem when you've got a character who's not really a good guy, but is one of the heroes of your show, kind of an anti-hero character, is making them an unlikable, because then really who's going to care about them? So Certainly viewers aren't. So they've made Rumpel in this last episode completely unlikable. I can, you know, okay. But one of the problems is, if they had shown that struggle and how that happened, even in a couple of scenes, for example, the deleted scene from the from episode two um, between he and Henry, that would have mitigated how unlikable he is. He was in Sunday's episode to me, at least a little bit. You could have seen, okay, he is thinking about this. He is struggling. Okay, it's a process. And but it's not but it's not shown and yes even though Adam and Eddie have said oh but it's canon well no because millions of people aren't going to see that they're going to see Rumpel being a real asshole mm-hmm. and 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 unlikable and I think part of that is because they've over frozenized um, the show so that's kind of where I'm coming from Chrissy what do you think now that I've talked for five minutes on this. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, of course, I I am, this is the thing, okay, and I I said this before, I hadn't seen Frozen, Uh, I I purposely watched it just before this season, because I'm like, okay, what is this about? Yeah, Yeah, so did I. Mm -hmm. I forced my husband to to watch it. upon a time when it began. It's because fans were able to finally um, they brought the kids, our favorite characters to life 
uh, based on our on the old fairy tales, the classic stories. Right, you right. Know, Snow right. White, you know, all of them. Cinderella we saw, Red Riding, a lot of these fables that we all grew up with. And what a cool thing to be able to uh, see uh, the characters in a whole different way as living right. in our world and their struggles. And, it, you know, obviously on paper, whatever, they are one-dimensional. But here we were given a chance to see them as multidimensional characters and people uh, struggling, okay? The thing that bothers me about the Frozen thing, and, and we got a little bit of this at Comic-Con, and it was just like, oh, we really thought it would be cool. It is a cool concept, but my, my, my problem with it is that instead of incorporating these Frozen characters more of in, in a peripheral way, they have made them the central characters, and they have right. eliminated and our babe, our core characters. The reason that we tune into the show is to watch our favorite core characters, uh, you know, every week. And they have, and their roles have been diminished greatly. Rumple, I am very upset about Rumplestiltskin because, uh, you know, as you know, he is my favorite on the show. <laughs> and Rumbell, Rumbell fans, you know, last season. Yeah. We got bits and pieces in between that, right? But it, it, I don't Rumble's understand. Rumble's never been a focus of the show. No, oh, it no. hasn't. Rumble's no, not. I understand that. But Rumble's still skin is, is, I would think, seriously, if he left the show, I'm sorry to say this, and I might get wrapped in the mouth for it, I don't think the show would survive at all. He's one of the main reasons that most people are, are, are tuning well, in. But not this season, because he's been such a minor character. Exactly. And, I mean, you know, the fact that they have him lying, and and I'm so upset that they're deleting the scenes from our core characters, the people that we want to see, to make way for these other characters. It just it makes no sense to me at all. And the fact of the matter is, is that the majority of the fans that watch the show are not happy. Yeah, you know, the well, we don't know that. The, I mean, we don't. We well, actually don't know that. We not, don't. We not, actually don't. Not, I know just from the people that I talk to. It's yeah. Where a lot of the fandom goes. People that in my, you know, my court, you know, people that I follow, people that follow me, whatever. That's the consensus. Um, you know, and the thing is that that I I just really feel that they are missing. The big picture. The Regina, I agree with um, you a little bit, Jimmy, in the sense of, yes, they, we've seen a little bit of struggle with her. Yes. But, you know, you can still fight for your man and not be evil doing it. And they just they sort of let her kind of back away from the fight once Marion returns, which is, which is not Regina at all. The only way Regina knew how to fight for her man was to go evil. I mean, she considered taking out Marion. Oh, and yeah. she backed off. She doesn't know Which was wonderful. Way. By the way, I thought great. that was the I thought that was the best scene in that episode. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and you know, but then you got her crying in the corner, you know, in a fetal position. She doesn't want to see Henry. I mean, these are like things that just doesn't it doesn't jive with that character at out all. Out of character. I think she's just She's just drowning a little bit. She doesn't know how to handle it. Yeah, and so I agree. She, that, that, that's some of that conflict and some of that thing that may not seem in character. It's because the character that she was sure. doesn't work anymore. And and it's not right. her, her facade has always been a strong woman. She's always been right. insecure. She's always right. been insecure, um, which is why yeah, she I needed mean. the mirror. Yeah, yeah. So right. can I, let, me, let me throw something else out to you guys. Um, so one of the things that has bothered me too is, um, the, the writing and I, I want to talk about Emma and I, and I character is now too, um, cause that her character has definitely been at the forefront of this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to talk about Huck and, um, and their relationship or blooming relationship. But, I may um, disagree I, with you on that. I, I believe that what they have done this season, and, and to a certain extent in the second half of last season, and, but first I want to compare um, what they did. So I was talking to Chrissy about this earlier pre-show, 
And, um, you know, they, they kind of did the same thing last year with bringing in Peter Pan during the first half and, and Lena, the Wicked Witch, in the second. And But the, there's a difference in what they did. And when they brought in Peter Pan, it was organic from and coming out of the existing narrative. So that's one thing they did. Right. Um, and, and I actually, not everybody loved that first half of last season. I actually liked it a lot. Really? That's the strongest I did too. Rumble Show's done. What? Oh, I loved it. That's, I really, that's definitely the strongest batch of episodes they've done. Oh, yeah, the Peter Pan that. episodes. I love those. Oh, episodes. absolutely. Uh, I, I thought, thought that was the strongest, since, yeah, the strongest <laughs> since the season one, uh, which I thought was they the strongest had all of our characters. Because they had all it, of involved, our characters. it involved everybody. Involved, yeah. Exactly. So, and then in the second half, despite the, the weakness of the writing, I thought the writing was really weak in the second half of last season. Second half, um, huh? I I thought it I really did. Like I thought the it was by far. All. I it yeah, I think they really kind of, you know, they they really kind of destroyed Oz. They didn't do a very good job with it, but um, but what they did and Zelina also, as much as they focused on her, it was always in the context of other characters that are our core characters, right? What they've done with Frozen is they've made them an entity unto themselves, and they've given them a third of the screen time without anybody else involved. So I find myself during those parts because I, frankly, I'm not in the 18 to I'm not in the 14 to 25 demo. I'm really well, not. Well, neither am I. I'm an adult. <laughs> am I. I'm an adult. I'm not um, that I'm, I'm like over. Okay, I'm over 40. I won't say how much, but I'm over 40. And I'm, I'm not I'm not barely. in that eighteen to thirty four oh, demo funny. either. So I'm an adult. And one of the things I really loved about the show was that it did take, like Christy said, these really beloved characters. Um, and I use that word for a reason. Those really beloved mm-hmm. characters from Grimm's Fairy Tales and Hans mm-hmm. Christian Andersen and and uh class you know, Frankenstein and all that. And they really put they they were subversive, you know. They really subverted all of those sort of like. And I remember in season one, kind of comparing. I even posted a YouTube of fractured fairy tales, Rumpelstiltskin, um, mm-hmm. because I thought not since Bullwinkle and Rocky's fractured fairy tales um, has anyone twisted fairy tales on screen um, like Once Upon a Time did. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, there's that wonderful comic book series, Legends, graphic novel series, Legends, that that does that very, very, very well. Everybody should read it. It's called Legends. Um, And that's really great. So so what they've done in this season is I think that they have, you know, who are the people who really loved Frozen and saw Frozen were kids and teens. Yes, some young adults saw Frozen. I, I will admit that I will still pop in, you know, Beauty and the Beast or Snow White. Oh, yeah. Which I took my son to see Snow White when it was, like, re-released, like, for the 85th time, like, several years ago when he was little. Mm -hmm. And he still tells me how it terrifies him to this day. Mm -hmm. And he's 20-something. He's 23. So, um, yeah. So, but, but they haven't, like, the Frozen characters are as white bread and, milk and apple pie as they are on the Disney screen. There's nothing subverted about them. There's nothing twisted about them. They add very little. Now the nothing. Snow Queen, the Snow Queen, now she's bring interesting. It on. Bring it on. I, love I would her. take her over well, the Frozen guy. Everybody loves Elizabeth Mitchell, but has nothing to do with her. What they're doing with the Frozen is something they haven't done before with another group. And personally, I don't think it's too much Frozen. I liked the movie Frozen. I didn't love it. Um, okay. But I, I don't think it's too much Frozen this season because it does mean less snow, less rumble, less um, Prince Charming. Snow and Charming are boring, and I was sick yeah. of them. And rumble they've ruined, so I don't, <laughs> I'm not upset that I don't get more of the ruined rumble. I'd rather yeah. get as little of him as possible if they're not going to fix him. So to me, you know, Emma and Hook and Regina, who I like, are still getting story. 
And then yeah. I really like the Frozen story. And you're right, they haven't twisted them the way they have other tales. It's actually a continuation of the movie, yeah. which I think is kind of interesting because they haven't done that. And sometimes we disagreed about Bo Peep, you know, last week. I thought yeah. Bo Peep yeah. was good. And ter- I didn't like the Bo Peep thing at all. Was me. And so I, was like, no, so I don't feel like you always need to twist it and make it different. And I think no. what they're doing with Frozen is interesting enough. And I like Anna and Elsa that I, I'm enjoying this season. Okay. You're, and you're entitled to your opinion. And that's fine. Um, I just, and I, you know, I have said that they might have been better off. And, you know, I adore Robert Carlyle. I said this last oh, week. Yeah. I say it every week. I adore him. He is one of, he is not one of my, he is my favorite actor. Um, he's <laughs> wonderful in everything he does. Uh, my favorite actor du jour, because my husband would smile at me because it's like it changes from time to time. Um, but here it is for season four, and I'm not tired of watching, rewatching his movies. Um, and he's Stargate Universe. Everybody should watch Stargate. If you really want to see a fabulous Robert Carlyle TV series, that's the one um, to watch. And because he's amazing in it. And the whole show is amazing. I love Stargate Universe. Um, and I've watched every episode like 10 times. Um <laughs> And the ones where he's not featured in much. I, I just like the show. Anyway, I, I, I get uh, I got sidetracked. But so what else is new? Um, but I really uh, the New York Observer had an article yesterday, and they basically said the same thing I did a couple of weeks ago, or for the when the pilot when the premiere aired. It, it's like every fairy tale that they've taken has been a classic. And they have taken their own take on it. And I just, I, I think, and I'm, this is my cynical head, because I'm not usually cynical about too much. I mean, I didn't even like television without, because that was too cynical. And I never get cynical in my reviews. But the, the thing is, I think that because they're Disney, they've taken Frozen, and it's a great big gigantic part of the Disney Frozen marketing machine. Mm-hmm. And that's my cynical take on it. And I don't, I resent that. I don't, I didn't like Frozen. I didn't not, you know, yes, all the kids in the world and young adults and people who loved it, great. Give me Toy Story any day. Bring in Toy Story. I love Toy You know, bring in Toy Story. Bring in. I'm ready for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. crossover after seeing Thor and the Avengers (laughs) comics this week. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. Like there is um, the point is is that there's so many other things that they could be dedicating. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, Jimmy, you're talking about snow and charming or boring. The whole point is, is that they're not writing for them. They aren't developing the characters. One of my main no, beefs is they never that have. they never no. have But where do you from. go? You know, where do you go with Snow White from being good? Well, they could yeah. have. They could have had her ha- still have a little bit of darkness in her heart. Ah, from, from, and from I said that. Aha. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, That's but if they I haven't done it last. They can do a lot with that. But they haven't, and and that's my point. It's like I understand. That's fine if they uh, listen. I'm not saying that I don't that I'm not enjoying parts of the show. I'm not saying that yeah, I yeah. actually no, really no, no, enjoy totally. it. No, 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 totally. I am. And 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 I do. And I and I'm watching it, and that's fine. It just bothers me that we aren't getting a lot of our characters that I want to see. I mean, I love. Fine, if they want to tell the story, I get it. And I think you're right. It's a cool thing concept to and be it's continuing it's, after and the and movie. And it's totally, you know, it's their call. I mean, it is. It's their call. It is. It is. But my point is, is instead of developing, giving the characters that we actually want to see more airtime and more layers. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've said it that, you know, Charming needs layers. I mean, it was great to see him last week it, playing David back before he was a, a yeah. prince and all that. That was fantastic. That was a great use of Josh Dallas of the Definitely. character. Who's a good that's actor. That's what we want to see. Exactly. But they're not giving them anything. And then, you know, the, the, no, yes, she has a baby and all of that. But, I mean, you know, okay, now she's she's the mayor. She Last week she's fixing the electricity. They're freaking out because there's no electricity. It's just minor little things. They're not giving them. They're giving them scraps. Right. And they're not including right. them in the main storyline. And that right. bothers me. It's well, not that they're doing Frozen. It's right. like, they're just they're sacrificing 
But see, if those characters, if they had done cool things with those characters, and then those characters were cut, I'd be disappointed. But it's Snow and Charming. I just, I've always, I've been done with them since mid season one. So, so this is the thing. So this is this is my take on that. Um, and, and I agree with Chrissy, and I actually put it in my article that one of the things that I found really disappointing, and, and I had asked Adam and Eddie about last year at Comic-Con, was, you know, you had Snow White with this little bit of darkness in her heart. She killed Cora. Mm-hmm. Where are you going with that? And they said, oh, yeah, yeah we're going to develop that. But they never did. They never so did, in, right. Instead of doing this, I mean, they have a rich, they have a See this I think this is what really bothers me the most and I didn't say it in the article but I'm saying it now is they have a rich resource of characters. They have great characters and they have a right. deep bench of characters. Um and they can develop any one of those characters and bring in someone peripheral to their story or intersect them with a story. Right. And develop those characters. And instead, what they're doing is like, it's almost like the showrunners are saying, eh, I'm sort of bored with these guys. Let's bring in some new people. And that's, I mean, that's almost what it's saying to me is we're really bored with this. Let's kind of use an etch-a-sketch and like, you know, take out everyone except, well, maybe we'll keep this guy because he's really hot or this, you know, this character because she's really cool and, um, you know... Cute, I like that. Hot, cool, ha, frozen. Um, and and play with these new characters because we don't want to play with these guys anymore. We don't know what to do with them. We we're really right. bored with them. And and mm-hmm. obviously, so is the audience because the numbers were going down last season. So now they the numbers went up this season, which is telling the producers something. But and I'm not going to you know the the numbers for the overnights and it's never a fair number ever. It's never a fair number. <laughs> Right. Um, because you can't, because it was like, oh, there was a football game, there was The Walking Dead. Um, oh, yeah. You know, you can't, you can't, so you know, that you can't do that. So I'm going to be really curious when we get the DVR plus sevens, um, which are the, you know, what is it after a week? Who's watching it on DVR? Who's streaming it? Who's whatever? Watching it by some other way. And we'll get a much better sense of the numbers. By the way, did you guys all see the, the the snafu by Nielsen, it's like in my bad. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, oh, they screwed oh, up. Yeah, so the numbers were all screwed for the last yeah. six months. The numbers were all screwed what? up. Oh my God, what the hell happened over there? I don't understand. <laughs> they did it. That's the best system as it is. It needs a total <laughs> revamp. Oh my gosh. The wheel. <laughs> they but. they need a revamp. Yeah, we've talked about this before. I've written oh, about, yeah. about it. I had a very well, nice interview keep- I did with the TV by the numbers guy. Uh, yeah. A year or two ago, about two years ago, and we talked about this very thing, and nothing, still nothing's changed. Um, but oh, so, it won't. but you no, see, Walking won't. Dead went even higher and is now creaming the NFL in the demos. Yeah, oh my God, the NFL, that. creaming wow. the NFL, so, not viewers, but the demos. The behemoth, it so epic. The behemoth. It was like. I mean, oh my God, I just can't even say enough about that show. Well, I mean, okay, so oh, here's a great awesome. example. Awesome. So, okay, here's so a great I... example. Listen, there's a great example of a show and the writers that are giving, like, it could have been, that show could have been just ridiculous, over the top, zombie here and there. But, yeah. you know, they chose to develop their characters and continue yeah. to keep them layered and growing, and they're not right. doing that with, with our core oncers. Right. Now, nice way to bring it back. <laughs> or you can say the same. All right, let's take another fantasy show. Granted, it's a fantasy show based on a book. But take a look at Game of Thrones. They bring in new characters oh, yeah. every season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They keep but they keep them involved with core of their show. Deaths aside. Exactly. Right? Well, so uh, uh, another fantasy show that Huge ratings, uh, American Horror Story. Yeah. It's a brand oh, yeah. new oh, my God. group of characters oh, yeah. every year, but even though they only have 13 episodes to tell these characters, they keep it very character focused. Yeah, yeah they do. And American Horror Story just became FX's most watched hour ever this week. And wow. So, yeah, it horror so is doing really oh, well right God. now but it's because of the character development. 
That's, yeah. Any show that's yeah. seen those huge ratings have great characters. Yes, right. Yeah. And and I think that's one of the things that Once Upon a Time started out doing pretty well, started at least for some great. of the characters, and really stopped writing the characters. And so that's why I think, I wouldn't, you know, I mean, we're three episodes in, and we've had years before where one character or another, whether it's Evil Queen or whether it's Rumpel or whether, whoever, or Emma, certainly Snow or Charming, have been peripheral for a few episodes. Right. And they come back. And and they and, and it, it happens every year. There are episodes every year where Rumpel's not in um, at all. Right. And um, and that happens. And, and I've never, ever been bothered by that before. Never. Wow. I've never been bothered by that before. And he's been in every episode. And, and Sunday's episode is actually a Rumpel-centric episode. So I'm it terrified really of watch. I'm terrified of this episode. Before I'm, I would like, yes, oh, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. I'm actually, given what um, the showrunners, what, what, not the showrunners, but what Adam Horowitz has said uh, at, at Comic-Con, um, even though he retracted it to a certain extent on Twitter and said that it was hyperbole, um, and that, it, yes, all right, self-interest is one of Rumpel's demons. Well, yeah, of course, it, it always has been. But um, so he, he, but he it, sort of attracted it. But, but it's where they are taking family. it. It's, it's but where, he's wrong. That, that statement is completely wrong as far as self-interest. It's always been mired, it's always been mired in, his, in the family. It, 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 he, he, I just I don't believe that he's a self-serving you know, the only reason that he was doing all those things that he did from family. the beginning of the series was for yeah. family to get Faye back, and then and this and that. And now he he now he is acting like he's self-serving because why did he lie to Belle? I mean, now yeah, it's this it's whole arc is kind of stupid. Um, right. So now I'm actually kind of dreading Sunday's episode, oh, even Lord. though I know it's a Rumpel-centric episode, and I'll watch it mm-hmm. and I'll you know watch it objectively. I I try to oh. be objective. Um, although it's hard to be objective when you are, you know, you are. I mean, I'm a journalist. I don't only write about television, and I certainly don't only write about Once Upon a Time. Um, but I right. am a fan of the show, and I am a fan of Rumpelstiltskin. And I really I really hate what they've done to this character. So I do want to talk about um, Emma, and she used her magic mm-hmm. mojo in this last episode. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, right, which was awesome. Loved it. Um, I want to see her and and, uh, and the, the Snow Queen go up against each other. And she knows that. That would be epic. See, now that, yeah, that I like. Now, um, that's interesting. I thought that was really intriguing. That makes, that makes sense. You've got a core character that has a connection to one of the vi- new villains on the show. Yeah. That's awesome. Fantastic. Why do they know each other? I mean, you know what I mean? What's going that's on there? Amazing. Yeah. That's how you introduce the Frozen characters. You do yes. it that way. Not, yes. Not with them being the the main on screen with nobody else from the from the cast on. You know, nobody else. Right. Right. The characters. I mean, that's that's that is our point. It's not that we're not liking. So it that's so that's much. kind of yeah. I mean, that's kind of why I've I've been annoyed with this season, Jimmy. It's not that everything has annoyed me about this season. I I really love the way they introduced her. From the ice cream shop mm-hmm. to, um, you know, to the the whole confrontation between her and Emma and this, oh Emma, you know, obviously, how did they possibly know each other? How is that even possible? And right. I'm really, I'm really intrigued by that. Um, yeah. And so is Emma. She's like, how the hell does she know me? Right. How is that possible? Um, so you know, that is interesting. That's very interesting. So That's how I you am do curious. It about how that's going to play out. Um, now, the, the hook stuff. Now, those of you, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Those of you who've seen the promo, it's not really a spoiler. Um, or who've <laughs> seen the promo pictures that I have not put up yet. Uh, but I might do a gallery of those promo pictures tonight or tomorrow, uh, if I have time. Um, but Hook gets his hand back. Oh, really? Um, That's interesting. Oh, wait, wait. Adam Horowitz. Whoa, Adam just, uh, ha, busy writing the show. Can't make it, but have a great time. Oh, that's cool. 
Well, hopefully Thanks. he'll listen later. <laughs> um, I, I really hope Hook's hand thing is temporary. I do not want it to be, you know. Yeah, like what? Boring. Hook's got a hand, and, and it's like Rumple gave it back to him. It's like, what? 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 Like, this is going to be – well, they had to do something, because obviously we're going to see Captain Swan getting busy soon here. Yeah, <laughs> and he's got to have his hand to do that, of course. He can't say, be – he can't – now, wait a second. All right, so here's the thing. Okay, so all the disability people that are listening, it's like, why does Hook need to have his hand to be a whole person? We don't know how they're going to handle it yet. They we may, don't. He may have learned his lesson in that episode that he's better off the way he is. Yeah. Well, I just can't wait for him to get out of his damn costume. Oh, my God. <laughs> it just cracks – I mean, every time I see him walking in the middle of the town and nobody's the thing that cracks me up, though, is nobody's, like, actually looking at him. Like, why is this, who is this guy and why is he dressed like a, you know, I don't know, pirate or whatever? But they're all, but, but, but it just they're cracks all. me up. I mean, it's but they're just, all. I mean, you know, you've got the well, frozen no, no, people like, walking around like that, too. Yeah, but, but David, charming, he's got his jeans on, you know. They've all yeah. got their regular clothes on, and he's the only one, and it just oh, except for uh, Aunt, um, what's her name, Elsa. Elsa, uh, but yeah, it just cracks me up every time I see it. I go, okay, are we gonna get a change in the clothes? So maybe that's why. Maybe they'll give him a change of clothes once he's got his hand back or something. I don't know. a drastic makeover. Maybe but, the I mean, hook is attached say, to his sleeve. Could be. I don't the know. The hook is attached to his sleeve. Maybe and I don't know. I don't know, but uh, but no. But I gotta say, you know, Captain Swan. I, I was, you know, I was obviously I loved, you know, I really wanted Emma and Bay and all that. But and I love Hook. I mean, you know me. I love Colin. And I love Hook. And I actually am liking them as a couple this season. And last week, last uh, on Sunday's episode, I absolutely thought it was the cutest thing ever. When she kept pushing him away, he's like, what is your problem? You know, he's like, she was afraid of losing him because she's lost somebody. Now, there's a great layer for a character. That's the reason why she's acting fantastic. And it was so cute. I absolutely, I was swooning all over the place. They were adorable. Yeah. Okay, so to the, to the only thing I would agree with you, except she's had barriers up since we met her in the pilot. Well, that's true, but she has a reason for that, and she actually admitted it, and that's the thing. But the you people know, she's that evolving. she's lost, the people she's lost has actually have actually been re- more recent than that. So, I well, mean, there's got there's more to it than that, and so it, they simplified it a little bit. I agree. I I like that admission, but I mm-hmm. was like, okay, but that's not why she's she's had walls up since we met her. But, you know, people have their own beliefs in their own way they see themselves. Yeah, and I can totally and, and, and see, I, I can't see her argue. wanting to just pin it on the more recent thing. Yeah, and I can't argue with that at all. I really can't. Um, so that's that's cool. But, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, you know how I feel about Hook. I mean, I'm not a big Hook fan. I know um, you're not. They've really they've <laughs> made him into this hero, and I I actually hate the fact that he's this hero and he's going up against the dark one, the villain. Well, you know, well, I I I'm, I don't understand how the hell does he know that that Rumple was lying about the dad? Yeah, I don't know. I, and again, we didn't see any developments of that. I didn't, I didn't like that Hook, yeah, that Hook didn't tell anybody about Rumpel lying. I didn't yeah. like that he didn't tell that to Emma. Right. Right. You know, he's, it's... He's not any better than Rumpel for Rumpel lying to Belle. He's going to lie to to Emma now. I mean... Well, well and, maybe and, he feels it's not his secret and whatever, but yeah, I don't know. But see, like, I think, I think it doesn't matter to Emma, he'd tell her. Hook is a bad guy. You know, he's like a, you know, bad, badass kind of a guy, he thinks. I mean, he, I think he's really smarmy, and I don't really like him because of the smarminess. Yeah, but I think he's kind of smarmy. But, um, but he's not manipulative, and he's man- being manipulative with Rumpel. And, yeah. and Rumpel is, 
I don't know. I yeah, I just don't like the way Rumple. And I actually I'm curious as to how Carlisle feels about his character this season. Well, we talked a little bit earlier. I just feel like you know, I think I think he's sort of. I mean, this is just my opinion, you know, whatever, just from watching everything. I just kind of feel like he doesn't know what to what direction to take the character now. I mean, there was a real set path from day one, and then right. ever since he came back, you know, in the Oz situation, and he was going crazy and all of that, he's just kind of lost his, I think, direction. Like, what am I going to do with this now? Because we don't have a clear... You know, there's nothing, there's no clear path other than to say, okay, well, he's lying to Belle and he's becoming supposedly self-serving. I mean, so it doesn't make any sense. You know, it's just, I don't know, I feel bad for him in some ways. He doesn't like season two, though. I I feel like they've been writing um, the townspeople terribly. Granny and Grumpy. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, they've, they talk about, yeah. After everything they've been through, they can't cut her a little bit of slack. I know. Right. I, know. I don't like that at all. No, I, I don't just, feel like I don't. that's in character for them. No, the it's not in character for them. Like, no, not at all. They're all the necessarily... Grumpy's, Grumpy's supposed to be all happy and in love, and that's supposed to fix a lot of the grumpy attitude, and we, of course, haven't seen her forever. And right. but, but, you know, the other thing about Grumpy is he is always, always... I mean, it is canon, it is legendary, it is the whole thing, is he is Snow White's protector. Yeah, it's a soft spot for her. Yeah, and and all of a sudden, it's like mob mentality? What? Yeah. You know, and we really see so, we see them so little. I did like that moment with Archie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the only one that hasn't turned on her. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, yes, and and I, and if I had the belief, and I said this in my review too, if I had the belief they would explore this idea of her attachment to the baby being a an extension of, um, an extension of uh, her history with Emma. Mm-hmm. I mean, that there's mm-hmm. some meat to that. That would be a very neat storyline for her. There's a lot they can do with that. Well, so I have no confidence in them doing it now. Right, and I think they could really do a lot with that story, um, and and yeah. in, instead of just hint at it, which they hinted yeah. at, and they paid it lip service. But what a great storyline that would I mean, be about her. Snow really yeah. projecting back to that time she didn't have with with Emma, projecting it onto the new baby. I mean, what a great story. Well, yeah, she's afraid if they had not ditched uh, Archie as a main character, there could be a whole sequence of them having therapy. Yeah. And David, yeah. too. I mean, I think David, David could incorporate into that really well. And for, for Snow to actually um, sort of, you know, um, for Snow to actually, and David, for tension in their marriage. Mm-hmm. Because, I feel like it's a little unrealistic that, Snow's staying home with the baby all the time, and David's still running around with Emma because David really wanted that baby too. And yeah. He's and he's completely ignoring the baby from what we've seen. He's only yeah. running around with his other daughter. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, there's a lot of places they could go, and again, that gets back to the fact they have 42 minutes or 43 mm-hmm. minutes, and of those 43 minutes, one third of those 43 minutes are spent not on our core characters. There is so much right. to develop with them. There's I, so I, much. Even if they wanted to do Frozen, there was a way to do Frozen without screwing over diminished. the entire yeah. core cast. I guess the show's never been consistent, and I just don't have the faith in them to do it. So as long as they're writing something I enjoy, I'm not going to complain about missing out right. on something I know they probably right. want to do anyway. That's, and I guess the, that's how I, I see it. You know, I always, during the house days, um, and I took a lot of heat, you know, for being too positive about the show a lot, but my philosophy was, and it still is, it's not my show, and wherever the writers are going to take me, as long as they are true to the characters and not write them out of character or not destroy them, I'm with them. I'm fine with them. 
So when House crashed his car into Cuddy's home, that's sort of like, okay, that doesn't work for me. Um, And then season eight was just a mess to a large degree. You know, Mary, you know, the whole thing with this. Anyway, we're we're not talking about House. But um, if you want to read about House, you can buy my book, Chasing Zebras, on Amazon.com, only through the first six seasons because it came out four years ago this month. Um, But, you know, it's like it's it's I'm not the writer of that show. So they can take the show where they want to take the show. But that doesn't necessarily mean that um, I'm going to follow it. And and a lot of reviewers, a lot of people who are watching the show, who've been there since season one, are saying, what have they done to my characters? Yeah. And why should I be watching this? And they're getting a lot of new new viewers. And whether those viewers are going to stay around after Frozen is gone at the end of the first half or not. But see, are no. they gonna they're, are they gonna keep the characters then on the show? Probably no. because that would be no. a, on a in a marketing no. in a marketing. No. So, so think about it. They can finish this right, and they can they can they can do a an arc that keeps them around. Uh, they're not gonna get rid of the characters. I mean, it makes yeah. sense to out of just from a marketing standpoint. I mean, you know, I have to say, ABC they're brilliant about you know, how they market their things. Well, they see the numbers are up. I mean, the fact of the matter is these characters are probably here to stay in Storybrooke. I don't have a problem with that. All I'm yeah. saying is... I don't either. I don't I think have, it's going to happen. I, uh, they may keep one of them. We'll see. It's not going to happen. We'll They're see. guest characters. They haven't added any of them to the main cast. I hope not. Yeah, I don't think we'll Elsa Anna's going to stick. I think they'll no. be down at the end of this. Or, or yeah. Elizabeth Mitchell. I, none of those guys no, are going to stay. I think Elizabeth Mitchell should stick because we don't have a true villain on the show right now. I think she and would be great. And she would be a delicious one. So I, I think love it. Stick that. Although they're yeah. all bringing back um, Sleeping, uh, uh, Sleeping Beauty's witch. What's her name? Uh, Maleficent. Maleficent. Elizabeth? They're bringing her back in the spring. And if Good. they bring her back as the main villain, that would be cool. I would love that to see good. that. See, I, mean, I, I, just, I would love to see that. I totally yeah, would love to see that. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I like it. Especially he's got a history with Regina. And I feel yeah. like... He's got a history with Regina. Yeah. And she, and she knows And she has Emma. a history with, with Emma. She yep. has a history with Emma now, too. So it would mm-hmm. make sense for them to keep her. I, I definitely... I mean, I'm not opposed to that. I don't care. I just want them to start looking at the core characters and developing them and giving them, you know, their their due right to screen time because they're the ones that we want to see. That's, that's my whole beef. I mean, you know. So I, I, but, just, so I do wonder, though. I mean, this is, I do, and ser- in all seriousness, I wonder if they've just simply gotten bored with. I know. With, bored with Snow White and Prince Charming, don't have any idea what to do with the Evil Queen or with Rumpel. And um, I just, you know, that's what I'm, what I'm thinking, is they yeah. just, they're just bored with it. And I don't know. It's what it's how it's coming off to me. Mm-hmm. I, my mind can be changed. My mind can be changed. With a single episode, my mind could be changed. That's oh, how, yeah. You know, I, mean, I really want the show to succeed. Incidentally, I have requested, um, and I'll know later this week, um, I've requested that the writers from this Sunday show uh, do a guest spot on um, our radio show next week. Oh, that would be cool. Um, or mm-hmm. Adam and Eddie as well. Um, and I spoke with the show's publicist today who are out of town. So um, they said they would. we would talk toward the end of the week. So, so that that'll be, that'd be, that cool. would be great. I've, I've had that David be Goodman on before and Jane Espenson on before and – um, I, I interviewed Adam and Eddie and, and Jane. So I, so I have a history with the, the show. Um, so that would be really nice if we could do that next week or the week after. That would be uh, pretty cool. Um, I promised it will be, you know, I didn't promise anything, but <clears throat> um, I try to keep pretty um, pretty even keeled when I'm interviewing people. It was funny when I, not to go back to the house thing again, but after Bombshells, which was a seventh season, um, six 
season house episode, seventh season house episode, that people just hated. A lot of people just hated it. Um, mm-hmm. I interviewed the writer of the episode a couple days later, and I said, and, and I didn't hate it. There were things I didn't like about it, but I didn't hate the episode. But I was mm-hmm. critical of it. Those scenes that I didn't, I thought were out of place. So I, I you know, I got on the phone with her, and it was, it was um, uh, Liz Friedman, and um, I was talking to her, and I said, well, you know, I, I really liked the episode mostly, and she says. Well, I don't know. I read your I read your review. I don't think you liked it very much at all. And I was like, well, wait a second. <laughs> so funny. you know, but the interview ended up being really good, and that was one of those articles I wrote that had like four hundred comments, and they were not nice to her, and I was really upset with oh, my readers. Wow. I hate for things to get uncivilized. I really do. Um, I'm really wow. kind of hard headed when it comes to being civil in conversation about anything because everyone, everyone is entitled to their opinion and and it doesn't have to be my opinion. Um, Point in case in point, James, you and I don't agree. (laughs) Once upon a time to see it. By the way, did you guys see the, either of you see, you're neither of you are watching Legends. This season finale, a two hour season finale, it was spectacular. Really? It was great. I really, it is so not a TNT procedural show. It like so is not. Really? Yeah. I I usually like procedural, but okay. It's not a procedural. uh, Okay. It's not. It's really about. I just just didn't like the pilot, but maybe I should give it a look. Give it it another try because it's really good. It gets gets deeper and deeper and more convoluted. But it does come together at the end. It's It's got a really cool ending. Um, it is not TNT. I've slammed in TNT before about procedural, procedurals. And lo- lots of people love procedurals. I'm not a big procedural fan. Um, and I never saw House as a procedural, ever saw House as a procedural, even though most people see it that way. Um, but, but Legends um, was so not a procedural. There were procedural elements to it, but there was not a mm-hmm. case. There was one case. It all sort of was um, was all tied together, and it was all about him in the end. And uh, really, really, really well done. Um, bravo to Sean Bean. It was really, I really liked it a lot. And I'm a spy. But he, I they haven't him. killed him off yet. Hmm? They have not. Yet? No, 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 no. They haven't killed him. They haven't killed he, him. He always does. Well, Howard Gordon, prom- Howard Gordon promised me that they weren't going to kill Sean Bean. Well, at least not in season one. Wait till season I have, two. <laughs> I have him on. I have him on recording, telling me that he was not going to kill Sean Bean. Uh, poor Sean Bean. Um, Unless Sean Bean decides he wants to be killed. That's true. Maybe he'll be like, I'm not used to playing a character this long. I know. He did a great. It's only ten episodes. Um, it is a great show, and and I can't wait. Just a couple weeks for Newsroom to come back. I can't wait. Oh yeah, I love that show. And uh, wait, yeah. show? Newsroom. Newsroom. Oh yeah, I never watched that one. Oh, oh they're it's gonna marathon so it. Oh, they're about is to marathon it, really? it. Yep, they're gonna marathon yeah. the first two seasons starting this oh. weekend, I think. Oh um, okay, so maybe I'll tune in. It's Sorkin. If you like the West Wing or Sports Night or Studio 60, you'll like it. Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Then you'll like them. So you'll like yeah. It. So, guys, we are almost out of time. And we had a lot of guests hanging out in the chat room tonight. Yes. Nobody signed in with their actual names. Um, so whoever <laughs> you are. We have, we have no idea. Thanks for listening to us. I yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks. Um, this was fun. I, we haven't done an all Once Upon a Time episode for a really long time. And um, so next week, I'm hoping that we'll get one of the uh, series writers, if they're not all hating me by now. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask no. Jane. I'm, like, totally afraid to ask Jane to come on the show. No, I'm not. I'm going to I'm mean... actually... I'm going to actually email her and ask her if she'd be up for it um, sometime this season. Because yeah. um, I, I would, she probably, we were... yeah, yeah, I, no, no, I'm just teasing. I'm sure she would. So anyway, good night, everyone. We are out of time. 
and uh, see you all next week. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.